Hi, I'm Steve Thomas. This is Cacophony. Let's dive into some great music by one of the most underrated of great composers. Despite various attempts at planning ahead, I often don't know what's coming next on Cacophony until it comes up. Sometimes an episode suggests, even demands, the piece in the episode that follows, but often inspiration comes from elsewhere, out of the blue. And sometimes you get stopped in your tracks by something new to you, that I then need to share urgently. And that's why this episode features a piano trio by Joseph Haydn, as fresh today as when it was written back in 1784. Someone asked me recently where I learnt all the music I know, and I gave them and repeat now due acknowledgement to my mum and to Derek, my horn teacher. But the biggest tip of the hat has to go to BBC Radio 3, who chuck out the widest variety of classical music 24-7 and deliver it brilliantly. When I first got into classical music for myself, I feasted on Radio 3, recording loads for later listening, and it's Radio 3 that I was listening to or at least had on in the background earlier this week when I was struck by this. If that's not something to instantly put a smile on your face, I really don't know what is. My initial thought is that it must be great fun to play, to sparkle away on the piano, join in with the tune and add commentary on your violin, or motor away in the engine room on cello. It seems the epitome of what I imagine chamber music to be. Franz Joseph Haydn, while being famous, is perhaps the most underrated of composers. The problem is that he wrote so much and was so very, very good. I suppose it's a good problem to have, If he'd composed a handful of symphonies, piano works, trios and so on, music fans would know them all intimately, as they do with Beethoven, say. But he didn't. There are 104 symphonies, 62 piano sonatas, 45 trios, 68 string quartets, and much else besides in other genres. So we dip in, love what we hear, move on to the next great piece by him, and the individual pieces of individual brilliance get lost in this general wash of, oh yeah, Haydn's great without us ever really paying close attention. Haydn's music is consistently inventive, imaginative and fun. For much of his career, pretty much 50 years, he was employed as music director for an Austrian prince, and he spent most of his time writing music to keep him entertained. This constant demand for new work, and the remote location of the prince's favourite new lavish palace, which meant that often the same people were in the audience, made inventiveness a key requirement. The piano trio we're listening to was written in 1784, when it started writing for the combination of piano, violin and cello again, after a ten-year break. The star is definitely the piano in these pieces. His earlier trios were even titled as piano pieces with violin and cello accompaniment, and it's still a bit like that. The violin supports the top line, plays along with some of the tunes, and the cello supports and adds weight to the bass, with both the strings having occasional moments in the limelight. But the Haydn expert, Charles Rosen, pointed out that this wasn't a failing. It was Haydn's way of solving a very real problem. The pianos that Haydn knew 
were still in their infancy as instruments, so they needed this support. They just didn't sound that good at the top and the bottom. The piano part of the trio could almost stand alone as a really good piece, but the addition of the others lifts it to a whole higher level. The trio is in only two movements. The first continues in that fast, quietly exciting vein. I'm not going to play another clip, because with Haydn, if you draw your attention to the really cool moments, it does spoil the moment. And then there's a contrasting movement that on paper is a stately minuet, a slow, waltz-like dance. But it's gentler than is often the case, and feels more like a traditional slow movement. There's a central section where the violin takes the lead for an extended period, and I think it's surprisingly profound. Perhaps just because we've got so used to the piano leading in this piece. The conductor, Ivan Fischer, often points out that music is something we play, as opposed to something we do or work. It's meant to be fun. Certainly, in Haydn's day, it was meant too, as pure entertainment. So I hope you enjoy this. Click on the link in the show notes for a performance of this piano trio by Haydn, and then tell me what you think. You can comment at cacophonyonline.com, or leave a voice message really easily. In the notes, you'll find other ways you can support Cacophony by making a donation, sharing the podcast and so on. Do take a look. Thanks for all your support, comments, likes and shares. I'm delighted that with the last episode, Cacophony reached 20,000 all-time downloads. It means a lot to have you out there paying attention, so please share this with someone you love. Come back for more next time. And as ever, thanks for listening.